What's up, guys? It's Luke. I hope you get a lot out of this awesome message. Our two-week, very short series is called Tuning In, Finding the Frequency of the Father. We got a little slide up there for you. Um, tuning In. Okay, you guys probably have no concept of what this is that we're going to talk about, but there are these things called radios, okay? I don't know if you know this because, because we don't use radios. We use phones and we use all that. But with radios, like when I was growing up and I was a kid and we were driving around, we didn't have, it wasn't like you plugged in your phone or Bluetooth or whatever. You had to, literally there was a radio in the car. There still is a radio in the car, but that was all you had for music. And you would have to tune and find the right station, okay? You would have to, yeah, you, it, it was, if I wanted to listen to K-Love, which I usually don't, okay? That's just me, K-Love, whatever, I could talk about K-Love, but I won't. But if you listen to K-Love, that's great. Love that for you. Um, and you would have to tune to the right station, whatever it is. I don't know. 107.3. Vance knows. It's because Vance is actually a Christian, guys, and he, he knows the K-Love station. That's what it is. Hey, Grant. Hey. Positive, encouraging. K-Love. Do they ever stop a pledge drive? No, they never stop. All right. I have a lot to get through, so we're going to go right through this. We're not going to do questions. We're not going to talk. We're going to get right through this message. But I need your help. I need your help getting through this message. And your help is just focusing, paying attention, just being chill. Yes, Gene? It's not that bright. Okay, well, I... Oh, wait, what? Well, okay, you could turn it off. You could turn off the graphic for these guys. You know what it is? It's the glory. It's God's glory, okay? That's what it is. Gene, you're, experience, you're encountering the Holy Spirit. Okay, no, all right, put the, put the crutch down, Danny. It's okay, it's not time for that. All right, are you ready? Here we go. John chapter 10. John chapter 10 is where we're at. And I'm not going to read all of it because I had a lot of scripture and I'm, I don't have time to get through all of it. So I'm just going to read the main uh, part of what we're talking about tonight, okay? Um, John chapter 10, starting in verse 11. I am the good shepherd. This should probably be the third slide. This is one of the third slides. Yeah, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because he, they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. And so a wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. A hired hand runs away because he's, wor he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd. Now, if you take a wild guess, who is talking here? No, this is Jesus talking, okay? We're in the book of John. Shows whatever, okay, this is Jesus, and he's saying, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep, and they know me. Just as my father knows me, and I know the father, so I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep, too, that are not in the sheepfold that I must bring to them also. Really quick uh, theology lesson here. What Jesus is talking about is he's talking to a bunch of Jews in this day who are awaiting the Messiah, and basically he's saying, hey, I am that Messiah, but I have more sheep than just you guys, than just these Jews here. I have a whole other flock, and, and a fancy word for them is the Gentiles. Those are uh, just a fun word for not Jews, who are also welcome into the sheepfold, that, are, that Jesus is also bringing into the family of God. That's just theology 101 for you. But last verse, they will listen to my voice, and there will be one flock with one 
shepherd, okay? Tonight's message is called Breaking the Ice with the God of the Universe. Breaking the Ice with the God of the Universe. That's quite a title. Breaking the Ice with the Creator of the Universe, okay? Because here's the thing. A lot of us don't know where to start when it comes to not just talking to God, but hearing God. I start talking about hearing the voice of God, and some of us just kind of bow out because they're like, uh, I don't really know if I know how to do that. And if you would sit here tonight and say, I don't know how to hear the voice of God, you're in the right place. Because we're going to talk about a bunch of ways that we as Christians, if you're a Christian in this room, you believe Jesus died on the cross for you, that you are a messed up sinner and need Jesus to forgive you, and he died on the cross for you, and you believe that and you're a Christian, you have every everything that we're going to talk about, you have all this access. If you're a Christian, you have access not just to talk to God, but to hear him as well. And we hear this a lot um, in what we call charismatic churches, okay? The church that you are at right now, the Rock Church, and specifically in the Rock Youth, we are a charismatic church. What does that mean? It means in a, in a more, in a broader sense, what charismatic means is that we believe that the Holy Spirit, that the Spirit of God actually moves, that he can heal people, that he gives gifts, that he's present, we can pursue after the presence of God and actually know that, that God is here. And it's not some weird meditating yoga kind of thing. It's literally, we believe that God is real and we believe that he can show up in a moment. That's kind of what we're talking about when we say charismatic. But sometimes in charismatic churches, people make very big claims, okay? Um, I don't know if you've ever been in church before or maybe not even been in church before, um, but you've maybe heard somebody say, God told me this, <laughs> or I heard God say this. Okay, quite often when I don't know the person um, and I don't really know their walk with God, my, my red flags go up. I'm like, that sounds questionable to me. When somebody's just like, God told me to put these shoes on today. I'm like, did he? Or did you just feel like wearing red Converse that day? Okay, like, did, you, did he actually say that? But here's the thing. Why am I talking about this? It's because it is entirely possible, and not only possible, it is important to listen for the voice of God, but we have to be very careful in the way that we are doing that because a lot of really great things and a lot of really terrible things have been done in the name of, I heard from God. Some of the worst tragedies in human history, injustices against people, have been done because people claimed to have heard from God, okay? Okay. So we have to be super careful as Christians that we really understand what it means to hear from God. Why? Not just, not just because it's important how we do it, but so that we can have confidence when we're praying and when we're spending time with God, we can know, okay, I, I, that I feel like was really from God. Or you're out in nature, you're out on a walk, and you're feeling some type of way from God. You know, oh, this is, this is God speaking to me in some way, but I'm getting ahead of myself. It's clear from scripture, it's clear from the teachings of Jesus in the gospels that God's sheep, God's people, the body of Christ, the church, a marker for what they are and who they are is the fact that they know the voice of God. So I wanna ask you tonight, where are you at in your walk with hearing God's voice? Not just talking to God like, God bless this food, thank you for this Chick-fil-A, okay? But actually saying, no, I really want to hear the voice of God. And I will stand up here 100%, 100% honest. I'm gonna shoot you straight. I have never heard the audible voice of God, okay? 
Um, I don't know a lot of people that have. I know two in my life that have said I, that they have clearly, distinctly heard the audible voice of God. What does audible mean? It means like they literally heard the actual voice of God speaking to them. I haven't experienced that. Do I believe that it happens? Yes, because the Bible exists. And God spoke audibly to the people in the Bible all the time, okay? But it doesn't mean, just because I haven't heard him audibly, it doesn't mean that God hasn't spoken to me in my life. And he does that in a ton of ways. But I'm gonna tell a story really quick. Last week, um, we were at Target for the 50 millionth time since having a baby. And because we basically live there, um, I should just set up a sleeping bag and just sleep on the floor at Target sometimes because we're there all the time. Um, but I, I embarrassed to say, I'm embarrassed to say I am not 11 years old. I'm 26 years old, but I got lost in Target. Okay. I lost my family. All right. And I was yell. I was, I wanted to yell for my mom, but she wasn't there. Okay. Christy lives somewhere else. My mom lives somewhere else. So all of a sudden my wife and my son are somewhere else in the store and I went to go get something and then I came back and they were not where I left them. And I know where I'm going around in Target, but I was like, where's my, where's my family? <laughs> where's my wife? Where's my son? And it was funny because a few seconds later, I, there was, it was crowded. You know, we were there in the afternoon. There was a bunch of people there and babies are yelling and screaming and everything. And I was hearing babies and kids and toddlers all talking to their moms or their dads and yelling and screaming and everything. And I'm looking around for my family and all of a sudden, I hear this one yell. And I'm like, I know that yell. I know that sound. That's my son. And I knew exactly where my family was. And I went and found them. Okay, God knows your voice. When we begin to speak to God, he comes, he answers, he knows you. He knows the sound of your voice. Don't think that when you talk to God, you're a stranger. The spirit of God calls us sons and daughters the Bible even says the spirit in us, the Holy Spirit, calls out, like yearns, actually seeks after and gives us the possibility to call out Abba Father. It's literally the spirit of God in us that helps us pray. So when we pray, God knows exactly who's talking to us. It's not like, um, Mr. Jesus, Jesus Christ, um, yeah, it's, it's Aaron Hammerstrom, Danville, California, youth pastor at the Rock Church. You remember me? And we talked a little while ago. I don't know if no, it's literally, yep, that's my son. That's my daughter. But it also works the other way when we begin to seek after God's voice. It works the exact same way when we learn the voice of God. Because just as I know my son's voice, he knows mine. When I come home at the end of the day, my wife's usually in the kitchen or working or doing something. My son's playing in the living room. And the way our house is, when you walk through the front door, there's this front entryway, and then there's a hallway, and then it leads into the living room and the kitchen. So when you walk in the house, you, couldn't, you wouldn't be able to see who just came in the house. So I open the door, and I hear my son playing with whatever toys. And I'm like, and I walk in every day. Where's my buddy? And instantly... He knows my voice and he comes running and it's the cutest thing ever. When we begin to hear and know the voice of God, it's, it's just the same as when we, as, as when he hears us, we hear him. And as we progress, as we walk with him over time, we begin to know that's God speaking to me right now. That's God talking to me. But we're gonna talk about seven, count them, seven ways that we hear um, the voice of God. And here's the deal. The first thing that I'm going to talk about, actually, I'm going to wait on this because it ties into the first one. I'm going to give you seven ways that God talks to us. There are definitely more. This is not an exhaustive list, but 
Seven in the Bible is the number of completion. So I've thought it fitting to give you seven ways that God speaks to us, okay? How does God speak to us? The first is the word of God, the Bible, the scripture. He speaks to us through the word, okay? Um, I've heard this said before. If you want to hear God, read the Bible out loud because <laughs> it's God's word. If you're like, oh, I've never heard the voice of God, go in your room, shut the door, open up the Bible and start reading the Bible out loud because it's the voice of God. It's the word of God. And that is why knowing the Bible is so important because it's not just a good book that has some good things in it. It is literally the word of God of God, the words of God. It is his love letter to humanity. It is the story from Genesis to Revelation of God's redemptive work in human history through his son, Jesus, okay? The Bible is the most important book. There is none that even come close. So we need to know it because it is the first and primary way that we hear the voice of God. And here's the thing. A lot of people Anytime I'm ever talking to a student or a leader or even just a friend that says, well, I feel like I'm hearing God say this, my immediate response is always, well, what does the word say? What does the Bible say? Because God will never contradict his word. He will never say something to you that contradicts the Bible. Why? Because the scripture is literally the foundation of our faith. It's everything that we know about God. That's where we learn about Jesus is from the Bible. Um, you will never hear God say something like this. Yeah, the Bible says not to, but it feels good, so do it. You're never going to hear God say that to you. You're never going to hear, you know what? You don't have to forgive them. You don't have, you don't have to forgive them. You're never going to hear God say that to you. You're never going to hear, all roads lead to me, not just Jesus. You're never going to hear that from God because Jesus, God in the flesh says, narrow is the road and few find it. Broad is the path that leads to destruction. So if you're wondering if it's God, ask first the question, does this line up with scripture? And then the secondary thing to that is we got to know the word. Um, Hebrews 4.12 says this, for the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword cutting between soul and spirit between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. I don't know if you've ever experienced this reading the Bible. This happened to me literally this morning in the prayer room where I was literally like struggling, feeling some type of way. And all of a sudden I'm reading through Proverbs. I was reading Proverbs 9 because it's November 9th today. And I'm reading through Proverbs 9. And all of a sudden I start getting super convicted about something because I was like, man, I've really been like acting this type of way and saying this kind of stuff. And I really need to knock it off. Not because I'm being judged or condemned, but because God's inviting me to look like Jesus. That is God speaking to me through his scripture. So if you're ever wondering, man, I just feel like I never hear God. I don't know the voice of God. Start with the Bible, okay? If you're with me, say amen. Amen. By the way, I have countless stories of reading the Bible and the perfect verse. I find the perfect verse at the perfect time. God works in this way all the time in my life very super quick 30 second story when I was in high school and I was like struggling through some sin and some stuff. And there's this one time I was feeling just super convicted and super just gross. And I was just so mad at myself for the sin that I was struggling with. 
And all of a sudden, I literally opened my Bible. I am not exaggerating. And I opened my Bible to Hebrews 10, 14, which is by that one sacrifice, he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. And it was just the verse that I needed to hear because it was like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm in process. God sees me as perfect, not because I am, but because Jesus was and Jesus is. And I'm in process and that's okay. Anyways, second way that God speaks to us, the Holy Spirit, John 14, 26. But when the Father sends the advocate or the the Holy Spirit as my representative, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. There's a lot of different ways that we can sum this up and how the Holy Spirit speaks to us or how God speaks to us really through the Holy Spirit. But I wrote four of them. Impressions, direction, phrases, and just a feeling in your spirit. Now, we don't trust feelings all the time because feelings aren't fact, but oftentimes you'll be in a situation where you don't know why and you don't have logic for it, but all of a sudden you're feeling like something's not right about this. Something is not, I was just talking today about a TV show. I forget even what I was talking about. Um, Oh, I remember. I was was talking about some TV show that me and my wife started watching and we literally didn't, oh, it was a movie and we didn't even get, we literally didn't even get five minutes into this movie because both of us were just feeling like, ugh, it's conviction and it's the Holy Spirit and it's God speaking to you. It's the Holy Spirit. And we'll go more in depth in that next Wednesday because um, that's really the vein that we're gonna that we're gonna go in. But I'll give you a few more um, thoughts. God speaks to us in our thoughts, and you ask how. My brain is my brain, okay. But what the scripture teaches us, what the Bible teaches us, is that when we have been made new in Christ, we're given our lives to God, we've become Christians. Paul says, Paul says it like this. He says, you've received the mind of Christ. What does that mean? It means that just as my spirit, the inner me, the invisible life that I lead, is now intertwined with the Holy Spirit, that goes for my mind too. The only way that I can really explain it is those moments in prayer where all of a sudden a thought comes into your head that you didn't put there. There's been times when I've been in prayer, and even yesterday morning, I was just sitting, my son was asleep, taking a nap, my wife was at work, and I was spending time with God, and just all of a sudden, I'm literally not even thinking about the thing that I feel like God placed on my mind, but all of a sudden it was there. Because God has a way of speaking to us in our thought life. Now, what I'm not saying is that every thought is from God. Because the Bible also teaches in Romans to take every thought captive. Every thought that comes through our head. Nope. Okay, what is, is this God speaking to me? Is this my flesh? What's going on? I want to almost grab that thought and see what's going on with it. Okay, a few more. I love talking about this next one because this is what so many people lean on so much. Um, God speaks to us, and I say this delicately, through signs, okay? Now, people base mega massive decisions in their life based on, like, I just saw a sign from God. 
Please hear me from my loving pastoral heart. Please do not base a decision in your life based off of like, well, I asked God if, um, if I should do it. And I said, God, if I should do it, um, let me see a red car drive by. And then a red car drives by. And you're like, I actually did this when I was like in fifth grade, by the way. That's why I say a red car. Because I was sitting, I remember exactly where I was. I was like downstairs in kids, uh, in the kids ministry. And I was like, God, if you're real, when I go upstairs, would the first thing I see be a red car? And it was. And I was like, oh my gosh, guys, God's real. Okay. And I'm not saying it's bad. And God does speak to us through signs, but we don't base all of our life off of them. Okay. I'll give you an example of how this works. So when I was almost done with high school and I was about to go to college, I was kind of asking myself, like, should I, um, should I, am I supposed to be going to this college? It was up in Oregon. And I was like, God, I don't know if I'm really supposed to go. I need you to just show me. I need you to make it so abundantly clear. And I had been praying that for weeks. And one day I'm praying in my car and all of a sudden I three, see three cars in, in a row pass me all with Oregon license plates. And I was like, okay, Lord, if that's from you, sweet. And I prayed about it more. And I, I took that as a supplement. It's a fancy word of saying like, it's like in this nice addition to what God was already speaking to me, okay? So God speaks to us through signs. And if you're like, okay, give me a verse. Noah's Ark, the rainbow. God literally used a rainbow to display that he would never flood the earth again. That was the original design of God to use the, the picture and the symbol of a rainbow, the sign of a rainbow to say, I will never flood the earth again. Use the sign. There's a bunch of other biblical stories that we don't have time to get into. I love this one. Um, God uses people. And I think this isn't super hard to understand. Um, and Chase, you can come on back up and we'll close and worship in a minute. Um, God uses people to speak to us. Um, big, big, big moments in my life, even in the last few months. Like I was, uh, I was literally, there was a, a um, this was probably two, three months ago, maybe not even that long ago. And I had a big decision to make in my life that me and Cassidy were really praying about. And it was just a big decision. And I spent my time with God in the morning. I felt like I had a lot of clarity and I was like, Lord, I'm just still asking for that. Like just that. Yes, that, that clarity. Right. And later on that day, I met with one of my pastors and everything that he was saying and all the counsel that he was giving me just lined up so perfectly with what I already felt like God was speaking to me in prayer. God uses people all the time to speak to us. So let's be listening to people, especially your leaders, um, myself and Pastor Luke and Chase and all and Vance and Ben and Gene and Ariel. All of our leaders were here to literally pour into your guys' lives. And a lot of time, I'm not saying like, oh, I speak on behalf of God. No, but God will use my voice. He'll use Vance's voice. He'll use any of our leaders. He'll use your voice. Who are you to discount yourself from this? God can use you to impact somebody's life. He could literally say, I'm gonna use you as a vessel to see to it that your best friend who's not a Christian, you're gonna invite them to church and you're gonna bring them and they're gonna experience the love and the care and the desire of God to know them. That's being, that's literally being like a megaphone for the voice of God. Two more really quick, and then we'll, we'll finish in worship and then go to small groups. Um, God speaks to us through creation. And I think this is the easiest one. Not saying that it's easy, 
but I think this is the most like, it's right in front of us and we could just see that. Romans 1.20 says, for ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. God speaks to us through creation. He speaks of his sovereignty, beauty, creativity, and his grandeur. If you're like struggling in your faith, take a hike. <laughs> Go look at a waterfall somewhere. <laughs> Go to the Grand Canyon. Go do something. Look at, a, look at the sunsets up in Blackhawk. Because whenever I'm like struggling in, with something in my faith, it's really hard to be doubting God when you're looking at what looks like the sky on fire during a sunset. Or even to look at the beauty of, of outer space. I love all these pictures that have come in from this new telescope that, that NASA put out there. Um, and it's just and seeing galaxies, hundreds of billions of not just stars, but hundreds of billions of galaxies, which all have hundreds of billions of stars in them, which also probably have billions of planets in them. We begin to see, wow, God, you are amazing and you're speaking to me through, you're speaking to me through creation. The last one, he speaks to us through situations in our life. And just for time's sake, we'll talk more about that next Wednesday because I want to finish with a song of worship. But I want you to stand to your feet with me. Don't move around yet. Stay where you are. And what I want to encourage you, because we can talk about this. How does God speak to us? What are we supposed, like, creation and the Holy Spirit and all. I want you in these next four minutes, we're going to do a quick song and then Luke's going to close and we're going to go to small groups. I want you, yourself, wherever you are at in your walk with God right now, if you feel like, dude, I don't even know about this church Christian Jesus thing. I'm not about, I don't know. I'm just here because my grandma told me I need to be here. Okay. Wherever you're at, or you're like, dude, I've been walking with Jesus for a long time now. We're, we're doing good. Let's create context, create margin right now to just say, God, I believe that you speak, so I want to hear your voice. However you want to speak to me. And maybe he'll put a, a verse on your heart. If you've read the Bible, if you, maybe it'll be, maybe it's a phrase. All of a sudden you'll just be worshiping in just a phrase. God will say something like, you're my child and I love you. Maybe it'll be a memory of a time when you were struggling and God just showed up in your life. I don't know what it is, but we, we posture ourselves and we say, God, speak to me. Let's pray. Father, thank you for these moments. We thank you for this time. We believe that you speak to us and we want to learn your voice. You, Jesus says, I'm the good shepherd and my sheep hear and know my voice. We're listening. You speak first, Father. Amen. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. That was such a great message. If you are interested in connecting with us, please check out our website at theroxyacom slash youth or text The Rock Youth MS or The Rock Youth HS to 33222 for texting updates on everything we have going on here at The Rock Youth or follow us on Instagram at The Rock Church YTH. We'll see you guys next time.